Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Once again, welcome to Cool Stuff Ride Home. Marcus Paff and Reggie Rizzo with you. On today's episode, the rabbits are gone, so the endangered seabirds are making a comeback. We'll explain. Dinosaur fossils are found with a rare addition and more planes grounded, but this time due to a no smoking sign. Plus, this week in history, the first regular broadcast from a radio station occurs in England. Coming up, it's Cool Stuff. Well, for the first time in more than 40 years, Peruvian diving petrels, that's a small seabird, have four active natural nests on Chenarelle Island. This after a conservation group cleared the island of rabbits back in 2017. See, the rabbits were an invasive species and they eroded the bird's nesting habitat, but no more. The unique Chilean ecosystem has seen a resurgence in its seabird population these past few years, and in 2023, it was announced the first seabird chick was born on the island in more than four decades. For context, Chanterelle Island was once home to a thriving colony of Peruvian diving petrels until the introduction of invasive rabbits and foxes in the last century led to their local extinction, wiping out approximately 100,000 pairs. So this recent achievement, bringing the petrels back, is the result of a collaboration between Chile's National Forestry Corporation, Laboratorio de Ecologio e Diversidad de Alves Marinas from the Universidad Catalítico del Norte, and please nobody comment on my horrendous Spanish, I do apologize. Uh, and finally, the wildlife organization Island Conservation. So per GNN, the team discovered four active natural nests, including two with chicks, one with an adult, and a fourth with a fledgling. The breakthrough provides hope for the birds that were classified as endangered by the International Union for the Conservation of Nature just four years ago. Today, thanks to these efforts, the Peruvian diving petrel is now classified as just near threatened. Another interesting tidbit from this story, in addition to the rabbit removal, island conservation scientists also implemented social attraction tools, as they call call it, to encourage birds to return. This included solar-powered speakers that play petrol calls assigned to passing individuals of high-quality nesting habitat nearby. Said island conservation island restoration specialist Maria Jose Vilches, quote, the return of seabirds to Chanerelle Island is not only important for the species population, but vital to the overall ecosystem health. Seabirds are critical connectors between the land and the sea, fertilizing the soil with their guano and nourishing the nearshore marine environment. It is incredibly encouraging to see the petrels returning to their island home to nest, end quote. So once again, another one of those feel-good stories here, Reggie, and, uh, you know, order is restored here on Chanerelle Island after... Uh, I, I guess you would say a few missteps uh, over the last century by introducing species that, quite frankly, just don't belong there. 
how do you get rid of the rabbits? Have you ever tried to get rid of rabbits? It's almost impossible. Did St. Patrick come back and instead of snakes, take care of the rabbits? Well, I mean, I, I, I hate to see this for like living animals, but I wouldn't doubt if poison or something. I mean, like, I don't want to I don't want to go out of my way and speculate because I'm this has not been reported upon. So I don't know. Uh, I really shouldn't say. I just imagine people running around trying to catch rabbits. Uh, maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe they were trapped and removed. Uh, you know what? We'll uh, look into this and get back to you. So um, I'm not sure at the moment. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires goal for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Well, we had a dinosaur story for you yesterday, and the theme continues here today. Chinese paleontologists recently discovered two fossilized dinosaurs, one exhibiting nearly intact skin marks as part of a fossil excavation and restoration initiative in the northern region of Hebei province. This story actually dates back to 2017. That's when some fossilized dinosaur bones were first spotted within the city of Chunga. No further details available at the moment with regards to how the bones were initially noticed or Discovered. That said, after years of excavation and restoration, researchers were left with two incredibly well-preserved fossils, one belonging to a relatively primitive ceratopsid, that's an early relative of the Triceratops, and the other belonging to a Stegosaurus with a wholly intact set of bones along with a mineralized version of the dino's skin. Both fossils are believed to date back over 130 million years. And the Stegosaurus is about 16 feet long, with skin fossils covering approximately 32 square feet scattered around the bones with clear lines arranged like scales. Zhang Fusheng is a professor at the Institute of Geology and Paleontology of Lanai University. She also led the research team on this excavation. Per Funcheng, quote, the hard parts, such as bones and teeth of dinosaurs, are relatively easy to form fossils, but the soft parts, such as skin and muscle, are easy to rot, and the conditions for forming fossils are extremely harsh, end quote. She also noted the preservation level and integrity of the skin fossils are extremely rare. Associate Professor Guo Ying noted the scale-like skin of the Stegosaurus not only provided protection, but also effectively trapped water in its body, allowing the creature to reduce their dependence or its dependence on water sources to some extent and improve its ability to adapt to environmental changes. So given the pristine state of the Stegosaurus remains, the research team hypothesized there may have been a high level of volcanic activity in the area at that time. The dino likely died while drinking from a nearby lake or stream before its body was shifted from the exposed land into the deeper water, after which a nearby volcano seems to have erupted and buried the dino, well as the lake or the water source, in multiple layers of ash. Paleontologists believe the recently discovered fossils provide strong evidence for Stegosaurus activity in northern China during the early Cretaceous period. Zhang also noted the ceratopsid fossil helps fill in evolutionary gaps of ceratopsid dinosaurs. Also worth noting, researchers believe the area in which the fossils were discovered once boasted a rich forest and river system some 130 million years ago, which provided an effective shelter and sufficient food resources for these herbivorous dinos. So obviously, I don't think they'll be able to see the color of the skin, but maybe we can grab some additional details on what dinosaurs actually kind of looked like. I know there's debates where they thought some had feathers, some didn't. 
uh, maybe this helps lead to some of those answers of how a dinosaur actually looked when it was alive. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm speculating here. No, no, I think that's a, a fair question to ask. I mean, we're not experts, of course, but I would think the same thing. This was clearly a scaly dinosaur based on what they found with the, the skin remains here. And yeah, I've heard the same things you have over the last 20, 30 years that there was a shift in thinking towards, hey, maybe these animals actually had feathers on them or some of them did. Uh, but in this case, uh, it, it appears to be sort of the traditional picture of a dinosaur much the way i think you and i probably grew up thinking the way you know in in terms of how these things ultimately looked that's it stegosaurus is now my favorite because it's the traditional looking the one i know that this is what it looks like <laughs> fair enough i'll give it to you more planes were grounded this week but this time it wasn't a mechanical or safety issue it actually had to do with the no smoking signs the new airbus a321 neo planes owned by united have software that keeps the no smoking sign turned on continuously during flights. However, while smoking on a plane has been banned in some way since the 80s and an outright ban happened in 2000, the FAA still has a rule in place since 1990 that the flight crew has to operate the no smoking sign manually. For most of the United planes, this isn't an issue as the FAA granted them an exemption for the automated sign in 2020. Unfortunately, the A321neo wasn't part of the fleet when that exemption was put in place, so it is still required to have the flight crew operate the no smoking sign. So, because of this rule, United had to ground all five of their new Airbuses while they seek permission for this new plane to have the automated sign. According to United, quote, the FAA noted that this is not a safety or flight issue. Our five A321neos were briefly out of service on Monday while we worked through this issue with the FAA, end quote. They added that they did have a handful of delays, but they also pointed out that no cancellations happened as they swapped out the planes to continue getting everyone to their destination. In the 2020 exemption for United, the FAA said, quote, no smoking signs that are automatically and continuously illuminated are as safe as no smoking signs that may be illuminated only at certain times. A continuously illuminated no smoking sign that is legible to each person seated in the cabin achieves the purpose of informing occupants of the smoking prohibition, end quote. So, Marcus, if you were uh, ready to board a flight and they told you it's going to be delayed now because the no smoking sign is just too modern for the rules, how would you be feeling right now? Well, I would be irate, but I would hope that United was smart enough to not divulge the actual reason for the grounding of the plane. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course you would want to let people know, hey, it's not a safety issue. We, we've had far too many things happening of late that would, of course, lead people to believe that. But at the same time, you're going to have, a, for lack of a better term, an angry mob in all likelihood if you tell them, yeah, we can't take this plane. The smoking sign is on. And for some reason, some arbitrary reason, we need the flight attendants to be able to turn it off and on at their discretion. Well, you know, that 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 would be very frustrating to say. And now I have to wait for a new plane to come in just to get on and go home or wherever it is I'm headed. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. For a rule that we all know already, I've actually looked at the planes before and I'm in them like, why do they even have that sign anymore? We all know that's the case. Why can't you just have one when you board the plane, like when you go into a restaurant or something? Right. Uh, there, there, there's not at every table a no smoking sign. 
I can only guess that it's a safety thing because you just need to drive that point home because of the the fire hazard, maybe, that a, that a cigarette is. I know that's a reach. I know that's not doesn't really make a, any of us feel better about why this would be the case. But that's the only thing I can think of that might lead to that is to say, nope, we have to have this front and center in everybody's face because we just can't afford to risk someone not knowing for some reason and lighting a cigarette and then potentially having a fire on board which by the way i'm still blown away that at one point in time you could just light up as many <laughs> cigarettes as you wanted on an aircraft that's 30 to 40,000 feet above the ground i, I like yeah uh, that is a safety issue the the seats are what cloth i mean i i hope they had a lot of fire extinguishers at the ready back then well i think this is another great example of how slow rules progress i mean since 2020 they've had to update this rule when it was brought up by united that like hey can we do this so they've had nearly four years now to update this rule and they still haven't done it because why is this rule needed if you have an automated one that's just on at all times do we need this rule that a flight attendant has the ability to turn it off because they're not going to turn it off. There's no reason right. for them to turn it off. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a great point. Why on earth the FAA wouldn't update that? I have no idea. The sign's there. It's illuminated. Let's be done with it. Just get me home. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Taking a look at this week in history, in 1922, inside an old ex-army hut near the Marconi Laboratories in Riddle, Essex, the first ever regular radio station had its first broadcast. Its name was 2MT, which stood for 2 Emma Tock, as it used the British Army Signaling Corps spelling alphabet uh, that was used during the time. The station started broadcasting at exactly 7.15 p.m. with Captain P.P. Eckersley serving as the presenter, producer, actor manager, and writer. Eckersley was also a Marconi engineer. It didn't take long for his regular announcement of this is 2 Emma Tock, Riddle testing, riddle testing to become well known. Eventually, 2MT did have a sister station known as 2LO, which shortly after its first broadcast was transferred to the new BBC network. However, 2MT was never part of the BBC. So while 2MT was the first radio station to have a consistent broadcast, radio had been around for years before it existed. The concept was conceived in 1864 by James Clerk Maxwell, while Henrik Rudolf Hertz proved the theory by sending electromagnetic waves or radio waves through the air in the late 1880s. Guillermo Marconi started working in radio technology when he was young and by the age of 23, he already received his first patent for wireless technology. In 1899, he founded the Marconi Telegraph Company and by 1901, he established the first radio station using a 500-foot kite-supported antenna for reception and with that, he transmitted a message across the Atlantic Ocean to Newfoundland, the easternmost province of Canada. From there, of course, he kept expanding as he built high-powered stations on both sides of the Atlantic to communicate with ships at sea. In 1904, he established a commercial service that allowed ships to get a new service while they were at sea. What you may not know is that this apparatus has been credited with saving the 700 people who survived the Titanic. 
Of course, the popularity of radio continued to rise from that first radio station, and while it may have declined over the past few decades, it would be unlikely that podcasts, in my opinion, would exist without radio first establishing the groundwork for this type of entertainment. Well, there's no doubt radio was the precursor to a lot of things and certainly the preeminent audio form and continues to be. And, you know, obviously the live component of radio is is unique to that medium. And as you said, uh, as you pointed out, Reg, I mean, what a what a leap forward in technology at that time to be able to communicate on some level with ships at sea from from land, which is miles, hundreds of miles away in many cases, uh, I, I have to imagine that that was that was really well received by captains of ships uh, to to be able to know that hey, look, if something doesn't work out out here, we can at least send word back home or to the nearest uh, radio transmitter that we need some help. SOS. Yeah, there were some issues with the communication. They said it didn't always work, but you know, something is still better than nothing at that time. Thanks for joining us on another edition of Cool Stuff Ride Home. If you have any comments or thoughts, feel free to email us at coolstuffcommute at gmail.com. He's Marcus Path. I'm Reggie Rizzo. We'll have more cool stuff for you tomorrow. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 